When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Once again, Midflight Brawl is brought to you by our good mates at Heaps Normal. The legends over there have whipped up some award-winning like world award winning, non-alcoholic, delicious, independent. Oh, Peggy's just cracked one then. Bit of froth, just like a even better than the real thing. Beautiful stuff. Non-alcoholic beer. If you're looking to have a break off the sauce or just break up your night with a couple of tasty non-alps, Heaps Normal is your drop. If you want to order them online, heapsnormal.com. Chuck in duty free at checkout for free shipping around Australia. But, mate, we got in at the bottom. And now these guys are in some 7-Elevens. So. Billionaires, I reckon. Still, like when it started, to be honest, you had to put in a stubby cooler because it was embarrassing. Now no one cares. <laughs> just get around with it. I'll just get around. Like that. It gives King a shit. Char- I think King Charles had one do? the other day. Uh, the, the scepter of non-elk. They handed it to him. You got someone him. else to open it for him, obviously. <laughs> Couldn't get those fingers under the ring pool. My liege, yeah. The fuck, <laughs> his, his fucking big old chipolata fingers. I'm obsessed with his hands. I can't stop looking at King Charles' oh, fat fucking fingers. It's not quite wrong there. It's definitely not frostbite. He's never done anything. There's something. There's something something's, wrong. Something's going on. I don't know if the cuffs on his shirt are too tight. Something. I don't know. Something, something has happened. If you want to have a good laugh, if you you know if you're feeling a bit oh, now had a big Easter, feel feeling a bit shitty. My body's not yeah. in tip top shape. Grab a heaps normal. Open it with your normal fingers, and then Google. Mm. King Charles hands and have a fucking good old laugh. <laughs> anyway, I digress. Heaps normal. Get them in ya. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty free and start staring aggressively at strangers. This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-Air Madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-Air Brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gold Coast. At LAX, thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that started the fucking talking to me? I hope this crashes. Out the fucking door! Welcome to Mid-Flight Brawl. Any tip rack can fly now and here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. How are you, mate? Mate, living the dream. How are you going? You just uh, had your big show at the Enmore Theatre. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, it was pretty good. Made a few fumbles, which really fucking annoyed me, but I don't want to dwell on it. I just can't stop thinking about it. Oh, <laughs> I've, I've forgot a couple of things, but yeah, it was, it was good. Overall, pretty good. The worst, I reckon the best and worst bit about stand-up, the worst bit, it's not like music. Nobody wants to hear the hits. Yes. They want to hear new shit. Yeah. But the best bit is nobody knows what you're going to say. So if you forget a bit, who who cares? No one knows. I know, but in a way, I'm not doing it for them, am I? So (laughs) I know. (laughs) It's a very selfish art form, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But it's Straight the best back one. Straight down to size, I'll tell you what. I just got home from a gig. We're recording this uh, about 9 p.m. 
had an early gig and it seemed to be going really well. And oh, I was no. closing. And what they needed was a headliner. They didn't need me. Oh, oh. goodness gracious. Oh, no. It was grim. What happened? They just, from the start, did not like this guy. Again, also, the best bit about comedy, the best mm. gig is not far away from the worst one. Oh, it was, they hated it. Sometimes back to back. It was. It was. As, I, as much as I'll never forget Dwibblegate 2016, my, my appearance on Conan O'Brien in America, mm. my first gig after was three nights later in Canberra at Floriard Festival, a oh, flower, yep. a fucking tulip festival. Done it. And the, the downpour, the rain was so heavy, rain was coming through. We are in a tent mm-hmm. and the rain was hitting all the electrical equipment yep. around me. I was getting rained on in a tent on stage yep. and it was hitting my sunburn from California. The fuck is this? Was it bad the gig? No, the gig was actually fine. The rest of the fe- it's normally three nights, I think. But after the first one, the weather was so horrific, it got called off. Called off, still got paid. Becky Lucas and I just got to get maggot at the hotel for two days. Unbelievable! What Pretty a result! Good. You're the king of that. That's never ever happened to me. <laughs> so many oh. times you get paid for work you don't need to do. It has never ever happened in my life, mate. The ad. My favorite, my favorite is ad. the ad, the bloody yeah. the Telstra, the Samsung ad, about ten years ago. Phenomenal. The uh, I did an ad for the Samsung Galaxy Note, I think. Whatever. Note that. Whatever it was one. The, the one that started exploding on planes. Mm. And uh, bad, bad luck for Samsung. The Nicholas Jeffrey Musco Cody. Yes. To be fair, that was fuck all money though. I just did that because I had to pay rent. Yeah, but it's free money. Oh, free money's pretty good. <laughs> Never had free money. <laughs> I am not complaining about free money. Yeah. Uh, speaking of gigs we got coming up, hopefully these are all good back to back. Perth, mm. live mid-fly brawl this weekend, May 13, 3 p.m. at Oasis Comedy Club. Sold yes. out. Gonski, a couple of months ago. Yeah. That filled out. Thank you very much to everyone in Perth. We'll see you there. We've added two new shows in our Jetstar Handcuffs Tour. Or what are we calling it? Yeah, that'll do. The Jetstar Handcuffs Tour, the uh, Drinking My Duty Free On Board Tour. Yeah. Newcastle and Brizzy. Newcastle, June the 3rd at 4 p.m. at the Gal. Uh, that is already half sold out, mainly due to Patreon members, but Brisbane, holy dooly. Yes. Your home, my temporary home in 2020, July 14 at 9 p.m. July 14th, 9 p.m. at Good Chat Comedy Club. Patreon members have snapped up those tickets. There's a handful left. Yep. So if you're listening right now and you're not on our Patreon, fucking get around it. Patreon.com slash midflybrawl uh, for our spin-off pod, Land Larrikins, early access to apps, early access to live tickets. That's the main one because Brisbane, going, going, gone. Yep. In a way, sucked in if you miss out. So Absolutely. No one to blame but yourselves. Uh, great news though, Heggy, this week. Uh, again, thanks for everyone sending us messages uh, on our Instagram at midflybrawl. The DMs are fucking blowing up. I'm way behind. If I have not responded, Heggy, you don't. You do have the login, but I don't think you've ever logged into it. I don't have the login. I would have given it to you ages ago. It's, it's fucking chockers. The DMs oh, are blowing up. You know what up. happens though? I probably did it once. When you, when you log into something else on Instagram, you gotta, you're not in yours anymore, then that's it. Yeah, you can have, you can have both and switch. Well, not on my phone, mate. You can't get back in. You can on your yours. new phone. You're on an iPhone 12, mate. Yeah. You're humming. You're in the future, buddy. Yeah, but. You should be doing TikToks and everything. I don't know. Something with mine doesn't work. Same as when like someone on your computer gets in their own 
Gmail or something, you're fucked. Man, that's it. Nobody touches my shit. Well, good luck because you got a four to one year old. Wait until they're twelve and fifteen, buddy. No, Luch has you don't my wife shit. has no idea about computers. I just constantly get Nick. I just in that tone where I'm like, I'm helping with IT here. Yeah, I've always been the IT kid. Um, I don't know. Did I ever tell you that my primary school was so poor that I was the IT guy in like grade three? You're the IT professional. Yeah. So the over the over the intercom, like Nick Cody, come to four D, and I just have to walk down the hall, and they're like, "Our mouse is broken." I go, "All right, let me have a look." I'm seven. Man, I'll fix this for you. <laughs> this was a bashable offence <laughs> well, in the eighties. Re- when no one knew how to use computers, man, it was the you would have been called be NickCody.com at my school <laughs> and had your head flushed daily. <laughs> hey. It's a, it's like that. Um, fuck. Where did I see it a few months ago? I think I brought it up on here. There was a, a boxer, who was saying his, his two favorite, his two favorite activities are boxing and ballet, and they're like ballet. Ballet. Yeah, loves ballet. It turned out he didn't know what ballet was. No, no, he knew what ballet was, and he said, because if you're a good enough boxer, you can do ballet, and no one's going to say shit. <laughs> right. I like having to learn another sport just so you can enjoy. The yeah. one you really no one's calling him Twinkle Toes. Absolutely not. Learn how to All fight right. first. Everything else will fall into place. Uh, but I don't know. The DMs have blown up this week. Uh, bloody hot, hot off the press. Uh, a Frontier flight, New Jersey to Atlanta. Uh, the female passenger was voted off, which oh, is yeah. pretty good. I saw that. Very nice. Passenger in a red shirt and glasses, ask the pack cabin, if you want to remove from the flight, raise your hand. I'm not even kidding. If you can hear me, raise your hand. If you want to remove from the flight, I'm not even kidding. I've got 40 hands up. She just started doing a weird head count. Was this an FA doing the, convening the vote? No, this is a passenger. Oh. And what I love, now this is Daily Mail, so I'm not sure how correct it is, but all the facts, woman was voted the off the flight for reportedly antagonizing a couple who had earlier been booted off for arguing with a flight attendant. Oh. So it's an absolute trash on trash crime. Was the person convening the vote one of the couple who'd been booted off another flight? Like, I'm not sure. I haven't, se- I haven't seen the full video yet. I've just read the article. Right. Once again, they've come in halfway through, had a vote, and maybe voted off the victim rather than the perp. As we're coming in halfway through and going, good on them. Mm. People vote for the right thing here. They don't. Don't trust the people. A lot of pointing, a lot of people standing up and pointing. Frontier, that's a that's a Jetstar or Tiger in the US. Yeah. It's not quite spirit, mm-hmm. but it's down there. Yeah. There was uh, there was another thing hot off the presses where there was a dildo hanging from the ceiling or something. But yeah, very that? good. Someone had mm. stuck a dildo to the very roof clever. of a of a cabin. Um <laughs> we got sent the little um the little text screen in the cockpit. Yes, like teletext. Yeah, it looks like teletext. They can write to other, they can write to other planes, and I assume to, it's on a three eight six. Evidently, it's that green, yeah, Space Invader style <laughs> font, <laughs> all caps. And uh, the pilot's written dealing with disruptive PAX passenger who stuck a big black dildo to the roof of the cabin. Couldn't find a code for that. <laughs> right. <laughs> I bet Jetstar have one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one. <laughs> Smuggled some super glue on board. <laughs> there you go. Code BBC. Um, 
All right. Before we get into the ep, Heggy, obviously, if we're yeah. doing a uh, if we're doing a uh, an intro over Zoom, you have got a Zoom background with a dark past attached to it. Now, this this looks gonna say it looks fun. It looks American. Oh, it's got it that looks... American summer camp font. I'm thinking Adam's Family Values. No, I want to, but I want to, you know, not always murder. I've, I've stopped watching murder for a while, actually. Oh, that's not uh, you ran out. No, I didn't run out at all. <laughs> it will never run out. Um, <laughs> No, it's sort of been, you know, something uplifting. It's a, All right. it's a Queensland home. Oh, it's Queensland. All right. Mm-hmm. The home is Bethany. Now, do you want me to, I don't know. Besides it being your favourite you girl's name. <laughs> I'll tell you what town it's in. Yeah. King Arroy. King Arroy. A certain peanut farmer. Oh, I'm sorry. It's it's not clicking. Okay. Uh, well, it's before your time. He could He could have been Prime Minister, this bloke, if we all did the right thing. I don't know. Jabioki? Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. Jabioki's place. <laughs> and a King Arroy. A man for the people. Jabioki Peter Gave so much of his life to Queensland that he wanted to make it a country. And, you know, he's in charge of it for 20 plus years. So what a bloke. What Just an all-round great bloke. In fact, RIP straight off the presses is Sir Terence Lewis. Yeah, didn't he? Uh, his main... Too soon. 95. His main... Main cop. Yep. Main cop, mate. Main cop. What happened there? Was 73rd in line to get the job. Beat everyone else out, didn't he? <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's a fucking Stephen Bradbury of Queensland Police. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. I, I loved living up in Brizzy. I love visiting Queensland. Being on breakfast radio, we've got news stations on behind us on TV in case anything breaks or whatever. Yeah. Just fucking grim news out of Queensland. I don't know why. I don't know why this beautiful tropical state just has 13-year-olds stealing cars and crashing them into pregnant people and whatever the fuck else is happening yeah. seemingly every day. It is busy with crime. I mean, it's been around for hundreds of years. Lowies have been infesting the nicest places there are. That's, <laughs> a lot of things they're not good at. What they are good at is moving to the beach. <laughs> and you go, fuck, that's a nice beach. Oh, hang on. Everyone's doing squealies in the car park and there's fucking, you know, there's nangs underfoot. There's more nangs than bitumen here to walk on. <laughs> yeah, you think, you think it's like a, a European stone beach? Yeah. It's just nangs. <laughs> it's just empty nangs in the sand. <laughs> We're in Blackpool. Nah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> All right, mate. We better boot on. Let's get it Let's done. Let's get into it. All right. All right, mate. Uh, this week, we're looking at a JetBlue flight, November 21, 2022. Whoa. Yes. Fresh. Real fresh. New York to Salt Lake City. Nice. Uh, Get the drinks in before you land in, in Mormonville. They've only got mid-strength there. What, in the whole city? Yeah. I believe you can only get mid-strength beer. Bullshit. Really? That's what, yeah, that's what I've heard. It's not the whole. It's not a, it's not a commune. Mate, it's it's just a got massive a big population of Mormons. It's not an actual, like they don't own the joint. That's what I've always heard. I find that weird. I'm sure. I don't know. Oh, I'm an idiot. Well, no, but you know. All types. Fuck, I'm a goose. Don't talk yourself down, mate. Current Utah law is set to limit the 4% alcohol by weight. All right. On everything. At grocery stores and stuff. Yeah, that's weird. All right. Well, ah. good on them. It's got its own Wikipedia page. Alcohol laws of Utah. Oh, right. What? The whole state's got alcohol laws. 
that oh, prohibit you from getting strong alcohol there. So yeah, grocery and convenience stores, but that four percent by weight is actually five percent ABV, right? Um, which most beers would be about that anyway. Yeah. Beer over 4% by weight, over 5% ABV is available in state liquor stores. There you go. I just want a bit of the bloody kachin. They don't really drink strong beer there anyway, do they? Their beer's disgusting. No, America's got, yeah, they're either like all low 4% or for some reason an 18% stout. Yeah. It makes you yeah. fucking spew immediately. For the tough guys. Good stuff. Um, the neck beers. Mate, mm. a bit of a step back in time to uh, September 21, 2005, a classic Jet Blue stack. A stack? Classic stack. Okay. A, uh, a flight from Burbank where your hero, Snoop Hot Diggity Dog, did a lot of his work. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, we've gone heavy on the sounds early. Yep. Screaming his own name. Uh, from Burbank to New York's JFK, they got up this jet blue flight and saw there was a problem with the landing gear, not retracting properly. So they flew over Long Beach Airport so officials could have a squeeze under the plane. I I remember this story when it happened. It's a bit like, is there a big zit on my back? Can you check for me? Well, <laughs> <laughs> It is one of those frustrating things, I assume, being a pilot, is that you can't see, you know, you just don't know and you can't yeah. get out. You can't pull over and just have a look. Well, you should be able to just go down there. What? Is it, what do you mean, like uh, Arnie in Commando? Does he go down there? And just drop out the wheel well into the shrubs? Well, you're not. He was already in the wheel well, wasn't he? No, he was sitting in the cabin. Remember, he elbowed his mate in the face and killed him. Yeah. Put the hat on his face and said, don't bother my friend, he's dead tired. Yeah, I remember that. Then he slowly, he somehow got down into the wheel well. Don't worry about yeah, it. Yeah, right. He did it. Well, you should be able to get down there and just pull the thing up. <laughs> Stay low. Is this the one where they, yeah, they flew past and the the landing gear had gone sideways? Yeah. The yeah. nose wheel turned 90 degrees. They said, nah, it's not good looking good. It's sitting inside. You know what you should do? Canted. Fly around for three hours burning off fuel so the plane's nice and light. Mm-hmm. Terrifying for passengers. For as long as possible. I wonder why does that occur rather than dumping the fuel out on some marine life all in one hit. Um, then I found out. We have had some, yeah, some listeners hit us up and say they drop it from high enough altitude that it all burns up in the air, which... No, nah, not buying that. Bullshit. Um, it's probably even worse. <laughs> yeah. Then I found out, though, that the Airbus A320 does not have the mechanical capability to dump fuel. Oh. So... They just did figure eights for a few hours. Landed at Lax to take advantage of the long runways and state-of-the-art safety equipment. Plane landed with the front wheel sideways like a homemade go-kart or a shopping trolley. <laughs> and by the time they came to a stop, the front wheel was worn down to a semicircle. Oh, holy shit. <laughs> no other real damage. Yeah. Rim ride in the A320. Yeah. Everyone else, everyone just walked off safely, including screenwriter Zach Dean, who you'll be happy to know during the ordeal, vowed if he survived that he'd write a film about mortality, and he did. And it was 2012's Dead Fall with Australia's Eric Poyder Banner in the lead role. So wow. every cloud. I've never heard of that film. No, I don't think many have. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dead Fall. Dead Fall. 
Don't know. Mm. There have been 67 nose wheel failures, failures since 1989 on Airbus A3-something planes, series planes. Seven of them with the exact problem of the front wheel turned the wrong way, like a fucking trolley with some chewing gum in the axle. <laughs> so, I mean, it doesn't sound – sounds like a lot, but it's not really in the scheme of things, the amount of times they go up. But, fuck, there be, should be something to free up a sideways wheel. Well, actually, don't as, – as grim as that is, it's not the worst – um, the worst like plane manufacturer just skipping over something. It's not the seven three seven Max. Yeah, with the old hey, if you want this thing to, uh, what was it? It was making planes like an auto stall. Oh yeah, yeah. And they were like, you can pay extra for that not to happen. And a couple of countries yeah. went, no, nah, that's all right. We'll just tell our pilots what to do when it happens. Forgot Brilliant. to pass that news on. Brown bread. Mm. <laughs> Clock it up as pilot error. Uh, this week, this bloke's name, it's three names, and I'll give you a million dollars in unmarked non-consecutive $50 notes if you tell me the name. I'll give you, in fact, I'll give you one of the names. You can keep the million. Yeah. Give you give you two of the names, and I'll give you a hundred bucks if you guess the third. All right. Give me this two. This will test your medal. Give you two names. Um. What are you, it's three names. You want the first and the last, the first and the second. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, no, I want the middle name and the surname. Okay. Daryl Fackrell. That's the second name and the surname, Daryl Fackrell. So looking for his first name. I'm, I'm going to, you know what, I'm going to go a bit of alliteration here for the first. I'm going to say Damien Daryl Fackrell. No. Nah. Just because if you've got Daryl as a middle name. Yeah, Damien Daryl, DD. They do like that. I like the cut of your jib, but his name's Merrill. <laughs> Merrill Darrell Fackrell. <laughs> 41 years old. So he's angry already getting onto this plane. Should be. He's from Syracuse, Utah, about 50 clicks from Salt Lake City. In uh, June 2021 in Syracuse, a bloke and his mate thieves some shit from, a, from the Walmart about mm-hmm. 5 p.m., one fled in a car, the other one on foot. And the one on foot hid under a deck in someone's backyard, but then he couldn't get out, a bit of a oh. tight space. Next thing you know, some kids were playing five days later and found him under the deck, oh. brown bread. Oh, so that's the sort of brain trust we're looking at. How'd he get in and not get out? Was he like a, a cat's cock? They have barbs or something on him? He couldn't. I don't know. I mean, I'm guessing he's been eating a bit of Walmart food or something. Yeah, I was gonna. Did he just steal lollies? Just fucking tuck into them underneath. But if you're under someone's deck, and you're in trouble. I mean, you just cut your losses after a day or something. Go start yelling. Yeah, let me out of here. Pull my feet. Dig a <laughs> hole. Get me out. I'll face the music. But nah. Too proud, round bread. I do, there is something about that, though, that, that I do appreciate. Sticking with your plan. Yeah. Commit. You think he'd just slowly die? There's no way. You wouldn't die from lack of hunger. There's not much uh, information. Maybe he whacked his head or something. I don't know. Bit of a gas leak under the house. It could be. Who knows? All sorts of problems can happen under houses. They're not, not pleasant places. Merrill, though, he was sitting in a window seat next to a married couple. 
I mean, we say that, but what does that, what does that even mean these days? I've been hearing more about openness in marriages and poly and a bunch of other buzz topics closely related to some other shit that's doomed for failure. So who's to say mm. when you sit next to a single bloke that you're not bound by social convention to <laughs> be in a thruple or some shit? I don't know. Anyway, Merrill's confused. He's consumed several alcoholic drinks throughout the flight and started a conversation with the wife sitting next to him. Oh, yeah. um, Meryl, Meryl Daryl. Meryl Daryl. Uh, after a while, the lady put on her headphones, started watching a movie. Classic. If you can't yeah. get that hint, you shouldn't be travelling alone. <laughs> it's the, like if you're that it's lonely. the number one. I had a fucking bloke do that to me not that long ago. I put on headphones, he kept talking. I had to pull That's it off and go, right. what? What do you want to say? He just, yeah, dickhead. Anyway. Um. She said she could hear Merrill continue to talk to himself but wasn't really paying attention to him. <laughs> I, reckon the, I reckon the conversation with himself would probably be something to the tune of manners being out the bloody window these days. <laughs> yeah, people just start talking. Yeah. Oh, what do you have to do to get a hello out of someone? That's all <laughs> I wanted. Just trying to be polite, you get snubbed. Go back to the blokes in the early 90s. Just, just assume a woman's a lesbian if they reject yeah. your advances. <laughs> That's what that's what they used to teach us at school. They say, look, if a woman rejects your advances, you call her a lesbian and you walk away. It's chivalry. <laughs> also, what the fuck is the husband doing? Yeah, well, we'll get to that. All right, great. Meryl Darrell. I mean, yeah. Um, it is a bit rude ignoring your advances by putting on headphones. So Meryl eventually held his hand up in front of her screen and told her to pause the movie. And a uh, woman took off her headphones. <laughs> a man named Meryl. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She realised that well, she should have just shouted to this guy because it turned bad. Um, she realised that Meryl had somehow smuggled something on board. What do you reckon it was? I've, I've got to say a, uh, it'll be a, a large bottle of duty-free booze. No. Oh. It's a straight razor. Oh, Fucking hell. Good on you, Jaden. How'd he get that in? <laughs> ah, well, TSA's got a bit to answer for here. <laughs> if, you, if you end up with something like that in your hand, though, and you're not Sweeney Todd, you've got to do something drastic. <laughs> I guess it's, a, it's like the straight razor. Inches from her neck, he's holding it. Yeah. And uh, straight razor can mean a few. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. In this instance, though, it was a wooden-handled uh, straight-edge road, the fold-out variety that men used to have when they were actual men, not like us now. <laughs> if, you're not an oldie, if you're not a barber shop, or if you're not a barber, why would you own one? Like you're not doing that to yourself, surely. You don't just, you don't just give yourself a shave? Like the African American dude in Predator, not with one of those things. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. I think they're lethal. 
Yeah, and there's no. I've I've always been. I've always been scared of them since that. Ooh. They got the uh, the apprentice on me, maybe four or five years ago when I was in Sydney. I told you it was in Coogee. What were you doing? He did the straight razor shave on me, and then uh, cleans me up. Yeah, it's good to go, mate. No worries. I walk outside. A woman turns around and asks me for directions. Starts crying. She said, excuse me, do you know where? And I, she just stopped and she was just staring at me. I go, fuck, what's happening here? She said, I'm all right. And I said, oh, I'm not from here anyway. And she's walked off. Yeah. And uh, yeah, then I get back to the hotel. No, so I'd ask her for directions. Get back to the hotel and I just see that blood is just all through my beard, oh. all down my neck on my shirt. Brilliant. Nick the jugular. Mate, he, he got that blue spray on me, quick sticks. Yeah. And he, I think he's seen the dots started to go red and he spun me around in that chair and gone, fuck off, see you later. <laughs> Just sent me out wounded into the streets of you'd never know. You can't see your neck. <laughs> Oof. Um, this was a Fason, F-A-C-O-N, brand wooden-handled straight-edge razor. I mean, if you own one of those, you should be arrested immediately. If you're not a barber, you own one of them. You're up to no good. Meryl stood up and yelled, she's going to be okay, which, mm. you know, it's nice of him. <laughs> but uh, she, she, he said, she's going to be okay. No one needs to worry. She would have been okay just watching the movie unmolested. <laughs> but it's nice of him to threaten her and they let everyone know he was doing the right thing in the end. <laughs> I love those guys. Proper thug talk. Now I'm looking after, got someone in a headlock in the playground. Now I'm looking after him. He's fine. I'll take care of him. <laughs> then he yelled at the woman's husband to get the fuck out of here. What do you reckon the husband did? Oh, well, I don't know what these people look like. So, mm. are you judging them just on appearances? But well, yeah, I'm going to see if they if they're going to punch <laughs> punch on or yeah. get the fuck out. I'll yeah. assume get the fuck out because he hasn't said anything at the first advance. Yeah, I. I reckon I'd lose a finger or three here, but get the job done in the meantime, one way or another. You've got to do something. Something's better yeah. than nothing. We don't want to pretend to be Mark Wahlberg post 9-11 comments and no, say but also, <laughs> we'd save the day, but also you can't yeah. let the guy hold the knife at your wife. Well, the woman's husband, she he got up and ran to alert a flight attendant while his oh. wife lunged for the aisle or while Mel, Meryl tried to grab her by the shoulder but missed. I fucking... This is. I hope this never gets tested, but I, I don't know how that couple are going now. I'm sure she's made all the right noises. Oh, you did the right thing, darling. Well done. Running off to get help, leaving me alone with a lunatic with a razor. <laughs> Deep down, I reckon there's some other feelings going on. Mm. Not one to judge. Who knows? Oh, no, you're 100% correct. Good luck to them as a couple. but They'd be done already. I'd say so. This was what, last year? Yeah. Yeah, it's already. They're going through divorce Why'd, court. Oh, I think her father would have said, as soon as they get back, why, why'd you leave my daughter with a fucking guy with a razor yeah. at her throat? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, I mean, who knows? These days there are men standing on stools with aprons squealing about a mouse on the loose while their wives sort it out with a broom. So <laughs> who are we to say? I don't know. Brave new world. Not for us to judge, Nick. A, uh, a passenger. You'll, you'll, appreciate, you'll appreciate this. I've told you that my son, either of them go, Spider. They don't even get the duh out. Yeah. And it's just a fist into the wall, carpet, glass. <laughs> oh, you got to kill it. And they go, yay. <laughs> but my wife, because my wife's from country Victoria, she'll be like, oh, look at this beautiful creature. I'll get a jar and a piece of paper 
I've yeah. already fucking headbutted it to death. <laughs> She's up having a close look of it and a fucking moccasin comes flying over her shoulder, <laughs> smashing it into the wall. <laughs> Get the chucks. <laughs> Wipe the powder off the wall. <laughs> if they weren't so quick and hard to catch, I'd I'd put more outside, but you fucking I've killed them before trying to Tupperware them onto the wall. Yeah. Like you just whack a few legs off while you're trying to get the bastards out of the house. They're fucking stupid. Just go, mate, take it easy. We can all win out of this. Nah, they're not having it. <laughs> See, that's um, a, I think that's where people get themselves in trouble when they put the spiders in the wee scenario. Oh, what do you mean? They're just things in my fucking house that are about to get punched. <laughs> yeah. It's not a wee situation. House. The, the we is the kids and my wife and I. They're yeah. not in the we. <laughs> Let's all work together on this. Why don't we? What, what about a huntsman though? Do you get just big huntsman in? I'll just in, fucking uh, punch it. I'll punch. Stomp, punch. Do you think a punch is more definitive? Do you think a spider is like, oh, this guy means business. He's punching. <laughs> so you get the same thing done with a slap or a shoot. It's, what, no, it's whatever limb is closest to the, to the spider is what the spider cops. You ever kicked a hole in the wall trying to get one? No, 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 no. Oh, no, on the on the wall. That's on the wall. It's the little punch. Yeah, right. Um, floor stomp, you know? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say how to kill spiders. but Yeah. <laughs> um, a passenger named Rob was sitting across the aisle from them, saw the incident unfolding and confronted Meryl Darrell Fackrell. He, ma- he managed to convince Meryl Darrell to put the knife down on the seat next to him and sit down. That's how you do it. Yeah. And then Rob grabbed the knife, gave it to flight crew, and sat next to Merrill for the remainder of the flight. Rob needs more recognition here. Yeah. His name hasn't been released. Can't find him. He's, he's not done a piece to camera like most of those wannabe heroes fucking do. Just got the job done. By the he's, way, um, it does say a lot about us that we never even considered that to be a possibility. What, that some other man has to come in and sort it out? No, no, no. That, that the only two options I think we had in our head was you either lose a few fingers trying to punch the knife out of Merrill's hand yeah. or you, you're a coward. Pretty much. There was never talk to Merrill. I'll tell you another solution, <laughs> and prevention's better than cure here, is don't sit your wife next to a fucking dodgy bloke in the window. I'll just take the middle seat. <laughs> yeah. That's how you do it. He's not going to touch my fucking leg. He's not going to tell me to take my headphones off because he wants a conversation. I don't know. Slit my throat, maybe. Not sure, but fuck. You put your wife between you and danger, you're a different kind of cat. <laughs> well, to be fair, I'm sure when the bloke sat down, nobody knew that his name was Meryl Darrell. Yeah, I, I would have checked. <laughs> Do you have three stupid names? All right, I'll sit in the middle. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. For, just Rob Rob made her feel safe, made her husband feel goodness knows what, diffused the whole situation. When they landed, uh, Merrill managed to have his status changed. Status arrested. And when he's being marched off, and I saw this footage, but the audio was shit, um, he's being arrested. Rob said, peace out. <laughs> peace out. <laughs> <laughs> like he's in fucking middle school. Um, the aftermath was that Merrill was charged with carrying a weapon on an airplane. Hold on. If anyone should be charged for that, it's whoever was at TSA at the New York airport. Well, yeah. I, I mean, they're not 
completely blameless, but I wouldn't charge them for it, I think. That's fucking bank error in your favour, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you think so? You're a, if it's not bolted down, it's mine sort of dude. <laughs> no, no, no. I just think, man, if I got, you didn't do your job. Yeah. Well, I don't know. How far do you take that concept before people start taking responsibility <laughs> for their own smuggling weapons onto planes business? I have to say, the new things they've got now at airports, and I've been catching a lot of planes the last couple of weeks, they are quite rigorous going through your bag, turn it, turn it around upside down on the screen and shit. Oh. How, how they'd miss something like that now, I don't know. Oh, you mean those, the new the X-ray machines? The one yeah. where you can just leave everything in there? Yeah. Yeah. Which is a much better idea. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, morons are still having their way with holding up the queue, but <laughs> not quite know. as much as they used to. I always, Daniel Sloss always had a great line about if you fly less than four times a year, you should have to check in at another airport. Yeah. It is frustrating. There's a different building and they bus you over. Get the fuck out of the way. Yeah. I was on a plane the other day, like a twin prop from Sydney to Canberra. And it's not pleasant. Um, yeah, I thought, why, why aren't you on the Murray's? No, Murray's bus. Oh, it's paid for by a, a corporate gig. <laughs> <laughs> Was not on my dime. In fact, rubbing shoulders with some famous people. Guess who? Oh, really? Queensland legend, origin player. Gordon Tallis. Better. Wally Lewis. As good. Same era. Darren Lockyer. No. No? Uh, Went into coaching. Bennett? No. Bennett wasn't a fucking origin Oh, sorry. Legend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. No idea. Melman Inger. Oh, Smellman Finger. Yes. Melman. Yeah, nice. Second time I've seen him on a plane uh, in the last two months. The shortest live run in Australian politics. Australia's best ever politician. He's probably <laughs> down there conducting politics. It's always in bloody Canberra. He's not just drinking milk down there. He's doing something. <laughs> on some sort of advisory board. Who knows? Uh, Merrill, charged with carrying a weapon on an airplane, assault with a deadly weapon, which can hold a maximum sentence of 20 years in jail. But as we always say, who knows? Sky Absolutely crimes. who knows? Fuck. <laughs> it's different week in and week out. Merrill appeared in court two days later. His defence argued a lack of criminal record and a need for medical treatment should allow him to be released back to his parents' residence. Uh, Meryl Darrell lived with his parents. Yep. Yeah. At 45, yeah. 40, 45, yeah. I believe, 41. Uh, Jet Blue have released a standard management speak statement like usual, saying that the safety of the crew and passengers is the utmost priority for the airline. Grow up. Love to hear a statement for once just saying, yeah, got the bastard. You know, hero jumped up, sorted out because he's big and not afraid. Good job, everyone. People are lunatics. Should have bashed him harder. Got a few hits in myself while I was at it. Things at home haven't been great. I'm a flight attendant. It's hard. People are rude. Glad to take it out on someone like Meryl Darrell. Fackrell. Nah. <laughs> Sorry. I keep, I keep overlooking the Fackrell part. Yeah. Just Fackrell's a beauty. <laughs> you got some fucking name when your first two make other make everyone else forget that your surname's yeah. Fackrell. <laughs> uh, Judge Daphne A. Oberg denied this and ordered him to be held in custody. Daphne, before Daphne became a judge, um, Daphne was a defender 
And once once she was assigned the case of Ponzi schemer Rick Kerber, you'd know him. He's a Salt Lake City real estate guru. There we go. He's your first and most definitive hint for where not to park your retirement cash with a fucking guru <laughs> of any description. <laughs> Rick. Just, we're talking the other way again. McConaughey. He's a guru now. He is a guru. He's a guru from, and you know what he's picking up, like the name of one of his own movies, Fool's Gold, mate. Oh, yeah. What was Fool's Gold? It was a treasure hunt movie or some shit. Yeah, him and I want to say Kate Hudson. Yeah, I think it might have been. Is that Goldie Hawn's daughter? Yes. Yeah, it's her. Finn and Tess, an estranged husband and wife, rediscover their passion and love when they embark on a quest to find a long-lost treasure. Yeah. Matthew McConaughey really, he was just doing... Imagine giving all your money to the bloke from these chick flicks. Not saying he hasn't done some great stuff since, mm. but it was a lot of back to back on the front of uh, back to back with a Sheila on posters. Yeah, I know. He was um, failure to launch, in, wedding planner. He's in Days and Confused. That was all right. That was very good. He's quite young there, though, I think. Didn't know what he's doing. Ghost of Girlfriends Past. He was in some great shit. True Detective, Interstellar, my favorite movie ever. That's your favourite movie ever. So, Interstellar. Oh, no, I just really like that. The Prestige. The Godfather. All right. Three odd ones. Yeah. What's the Pacino one that you got a poster of behind you there? Scarface. <laughs> Scarface. That one as well. Salota <laughs> Malofre. Uh, Come on. How is that not a great movie? What other film in the history of films has a guy swearing at his wife in a restaurant, pointing at her? And saying to all the other patrons, her womb is so polluted, I can't even have a fucking baby with her. <laughs> Calls his wife's womb polluted <laughs> at a restaurant. Scarface right. rules. I stand corrected. That's a brilliant <laughs> film based on just that. Uh, Rick, the uh, Salt Lake City real estate guru, he got he got fourteen years for ripping innocent people off. I'm amazed more people don't. Just hold enough of a grudge to go and kill a bloke like that. If that were me, I don't know if I'd have the restraint. If it, like if if I were in decent shape as a seventy five year old and some greedy little shit managed to swindle my entire retirement fund, if I had one, I reckon I'd just cut my losses and find him and kill him. Who cares? <laughs> Granddad's a jail kids, so starting to lose it anyway. <laughs> Whatever. Why don't old men kill more? I yeah. don't know why that doesn't happen. Like it's. I mean, dementia's a, a plus, but besides that, I, I don't, I can't see why old men don't go out and settle more vendettas. But I think something must happen when, you know, it's like when you're a twenty-year-old and you look at parents and you're like, who the fuck would want to have kids? Yeah. Then one day you have kids and you're like, oh yeah, it's a different phase of my life. I quite enjoy this. Right. It's like everyone says, when I get to eighty, I'm fucking shooting heroin into my balls. Yeah. I know. And then no one's doing it. Why? Yeah. I think I think a big factor is grandkids. Do you want to spend some time ah. with them, see them? If you haven't got them, like I, you know, I hope things change because <laughs> I will be in jail. <laughs> My list is getting fucking long. <laughs> I'm going to be a busy man in retirement. I just love the idea of telling your kids that. It's like, hey, God, I'm not forcing you to have kids because I want to relive that that time of my life again. I just yeah. don't want to go to jail. Yeah, and if if you don't bring me some grandkids, I'm settling all vendettas. <laughs> yeah. These are the people I'm going to kill. Some of them could be your friends, ex-boyfriends, whatever. I don't know. Uh, 
there's yet to be a final judgment in, on the case of Meryl Darrell that can be found on the internet. He was held, even though the defence said he should be given to his parents because he has no criminal record and he needs medical treatment. Daphne, the judge now, she said, nah, he's, he's staying in the clink. The results I found out were sealed. Don't know how that works. I thought the freedom fries of information were the cornerstone of the mm. greatest country on earth. You could just find that out. But They've sealed that I think one. He, I think if you're mental, you can, like people can get them sealed or something. I don't know what, uh, I don't know how you can get them sealed. They're sealed. There's a, uh, there's a website that somehow knows all these random details about Merrill. Couldn't find them anywhere else, but this site just had a list. Really? Of stuff about Merrill. Yeah. Mostly it's just dates of all the redneck named uncles and shit dying. Uh, Merrill's parents' names are Bridget. <laughs> And what? I'll give you a fiver if you get the exact name oh. of, of Meryl Daryl Fackrell's dad. Oh, F- Meryl. Full name. Daryl Mackerel. <laughs> <laughs> Senior. <laughs> nah, you got the Fackrell wrong. You said Mackerel. It's Meryl Daryl oh. Fackrell Jr. Oh, fucking I'm an idiot. <laughs> His dad's Meryl Daryl. So the dad's Meryl Daryl Fackrell Jr. Making does- our mate the third. And Grandpa, Meryl Daryl Fackrell Senior. The first, yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh. Uh, Bridget Fackrell, <laughs> his mum, is one of how many children? Oh, let's say 12. 16. Fuck. Uh, he's got a brother, Meryl Daryl. He's got a brother three years his junior called Ricky. By the, Ricky. By the way, losing, losing that fiver then on such a dumb mm. mistake, my team playing under – 14s or under 16s in the finals. Yeah. Mate had the ball, got tackled. Um, he got swung around and broke the tackle in front of goal, but the swing just put him off slightly and he ran and just fucking booted what he thought was a goal, but he kicked the, wrong the point. Way. <laughs> no, he just kicked the point. He'd just been swung oh. around in the tackle that he broke out of. Sees two posts in front of him. He's that close that he goes fucking boof, just boots yeah. it. We're like, nice point, fuck it. <laughs> Got replayed a lot. <laughs> great. <laughs> you start celebrating when he scored it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, great. <laughs> and then the head in hands well, pretty quick. <laughs> a point's not bad. That's a, uh, that was my Meryl Daryl mackerel. <laughs> Meryl Daryl mackerel, yeah. You could add five crisp dollars in your fuck. pocket just then. And he's got a brother called Ricky, Ricky Fackerel. In 1993... Ricky found Meryl Darrell, the third, in the bathroom after a law tab overdose. After a what? Making Meryl Darrell, I did the mathematics uh, at the time, 12 years old. That's grim, isn't it? And what was he on? Law tab. It's an opioid. Oh, Jesus. You know, you want to know your 12-year-old's in a fair bit of pain to be getting them some fucking law tab. It's like Vicodin. Yeah, wow. Like what a, what a 12-year-old's being given opioids for. It's crazy. Hydrocodone. Yeah, usual stuff. Wow. Uh, there was a uh, there was an interview with a bloke um, who was on the plane, a guy who took the video, and his name was Abraham. He took video of Merrill being escorted off the plane, and in the interview, talks about himself uh, for a bit at the start of just with his five months trip around the world. Oh, he goes. I went to Troy. He's showing some photos to the interviewer. Uh, took some photos of hot air balloons. You know, that, so, hold, those, just based based on the name, I have to assume Abraham's old, but 
No. Yep. Yeah. How old's Abraham? He looked about 30 to me. Fuck. And he's showing people through his travel photos. Yes. Yep. His Instagram, Abraham. Well, he's showing an interviewer. I figured this bloke was old, but not old enough that he's bad with technology. I was figuring he might be, you know. They're on his phone. He's flicking through photos on his phone going, yeah, I was on a round-the-world trip. I was just on my way home to Salt Lake City, and this is what happened. I was there. I know, but the the elderly would show off the photos. Yeah, don't know. He's probably coaxed into it. You know, when you you just get asked by journalists to do stupid shit, don't have the wherewithal to tell them to fuck off. Uh, he took some photos of shit and really brings home the reality of a lunatic on the plane with a straight razor showing someone your fucking holiday pics on TV. Does a fair bit of solo travel, the little fella. Had a look into Abraham. He's recently completed a trip to Southeast Asia on his own. Oh. Uh, Someone's got to do it. Loves Bangkok. Loves Bangkok. I don't know about it myself. One night in that joint's enough for me. Uh, Last year, Abraham read 52 books. How would I know that? Being that I'm not him, he put a picture of them all up on Facebook, didn't he? <laughs> Why else would you even read? During during COVID, and this will turn you around on Abraham, sounds like a bit of a dipshit so far, but um, Abraham adopted a family from Cambodia, recently managed to go and visit them and okay. learn from them. And I read, it says... There's a quote from him. I feel lucky to know them. Take the K out of that and take the K out of no and rearrange a few letters. I thought it said, I feel lucky to own them. Uh, <laughs> Hold on, how do you adopt a fan? Like including uh, the parents? Fuck, I don't know. I don't know. Just give them, send them money. Send them an you know, envelope full of coins once a month or something. Um, anyway, we should we should round this out. I'm going to. It's a lot going on here. That's... Yeah, I know. A fucking busy episode. It is a little. Only little snippets say. You couldn't find out too much detail about anyone or anything. Like it didn't really happen, but there's plenty yeah. of info on tiny little bits of it. But it's nice for, that we can, just based on, you know, everything we've learned in the 160 odd episodes so far and what we just know about humans, we can fill in the gaps, you know. Oh, how does the wife feel that her husband did fuck Allegedly. All? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but how do, how do we feel, you know? How do you think they feel? We know how well, they feel. Yeah. She Allegedly, fucking resents him. Yeah. She's left him <laughs> for a better bloke. Uh, if you search for Meryl Darrell Fackrell on Twitter <laughs> or look at some of the comments on the news sites, it's just comment after comment of people giving him shit about his name, <laughs> which must have shaped his life. <laughs> this is I'll round out with a couple of quotes from internet users. Oh, and but by the way, I don't I don't like when we take the same tone. As the uh, as the news article yeah. commentators, mm. but uh, there is there is something about his name. I think that's why I talk about it in my stand up. You've got to think about the kid's name. Oh, very hard. Yeah, I just imagine being in high school. You go, oh, you don't like me making fun of your name, do you? Well, why don't you go get fucking Merrill or Merrill to come down here? Yeah. <laughs> go call Merrill or his dad Merrill. Yeah, gross. <laughs> KT said, nine months, and this is the name they came up with. No wonder he's a bastard. <laughs> exactly your theory. Uh, Although I'm, I'm, I'm starting to think if uh, you're living at home in 45 and pulling out blades on planes, he might have only been cooking for four, four and a half. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, <laughs> that's not a 42-weeker coming out. <laughs> or it's a, it's it's full term, but the mum didn't know one of those ones. Oh, drinking. Just drinking the whole drinking, time. Drinking, smoking darts the whole time. <laughs> oh, shit, what's happening? Um, Sean Cameron said, authorities should have arrested him and his parents on the name alone. <laughs> I think that's a bit much myself. Uh, arresting a baby's arresting a baby's pretty fun. Arresting a baby based on yeah. their name. Yeah. <laughs> Just cut the That's umbilical cord and wrap it around their hands. <laughs> uh, whereas finally, Elon Musk is a fistula, in brackets, parody. They said, uh, if your name is Meryl Darrell Fackrell, it's over for you. <laughs> so, it makes you think, doesn't it? <laughs> it sure does. Well, that brings us to the end of another episode of Mid-Flight Brawl. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks to everyone that's supporting us over on the Patreon, patreon.com slash midflightbrawl for early access to episodes, early access to tickets for our live shows. And speaking of the live shows, Perth coming up, that's sold out. That's gone. Yeah, that's gone. And uh, Newcastle, June the 3rd. Um, And then Brisbane, July, I want to say July 13 or 14, July 14 live show up there in Brizzy. We'll see you next time. Thanks again for listening. Much appreciated. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Midair Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid-flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.